Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Sports Car Challenge. Good morning, IMSA Radio at all. Good morning, everybody, and welcome along to the 26th Mortal Petit Le Mans. It's John Heindorf and Sheer Adam in the booth, uh, and it is Idamitsu Mazda MX-5 and their second free practice session. Slightly damp circuit this morning for those of you joining us for the first time. Good morning, Shay. Uh, you watched yesterday. Give us a little catch-up. Hello. Hello. Uh, the most impressive thing that we saw yesterday was the fact that the fastest time went to Robert Noaker, single car, and uh, he did it, John, by himself. Oh, no drafting. No drafting when he wow. set that fast time. So that really was a gauntlet thrown to the rest of the competition out there. A couple of cars looked really good in the draft, uh, Gresham Wagner being one of them, but he had a massive moment coming through turn 12, lost it when I think it was Farhan Siddiqui was up the inside of him, just got the tail out, didn't quite beat the front wheels around, did the back wheels, but he did have a huge sideways moment, caught it, and then continued on to set his personal fast lap the next time around. So that was a very good recovery from Gresham. Uh, We had a couple of cars going off the racetrack and then coming back around by the time they crossed start finish, full flat chat once again, not trying to uh, give away that they'd had some sort of misfortune on the backside of the track. Unfortunately, the teams know because our timing system is that good. So we know if you've had a spin out there, guys, you can't keep it a secret from us. But we do have a full field, 28 race cars entered for this weekend's competition. And we could potentially crown a champion today, John. Oh, really? And it could be our first ever repeat champion in this series history. Right. So that would be very impressive. Uh, right now, Jared Thomas with a 290-point advantage over his teammate and uh, sister car, Aaron Johnson. It's fair to say sister car because they're always running around together on the track. The red number 96 and the blue number 24 all Jared Thomas needs to do is outscore Aaron Johnson by 80 points. If he can do that, he'll have enough of a gap, or 90 points, he'll have enough of a gap to where the sister car cannot catch him in tomorrow's race. So we have to keep an eye on that. Max points available are 380 on any weekend, but we don't know what the spread will be because we don't know how many cars will start tomorrow's race. So the easiest thing for Jared is to make sure that he has a race win in hand. Uh, It's been a cracking season. Let's be absolutely honest. Uh, Things, again, at the front of the field have been as tight as tight can be. Yeah, no room at all for a piece of paper to go between anyone. The points totals are quite a bit different. Uh, Celine Roland is in third in the championship, and he is quite a bit further back behind Thomas and John Somme. And then Gresham Wagner, who's 70 points further behind Celine Roland. Robert Noaker is in fifth. He's had a very good run to the season. Rookie of the year, it's still open. Nate Cicero has the lead. He's sixth overall in the championship right now. Thomas Annunziata is ninth overall in the championship. And there's about a 240-point gap between the two of them. But they're still fighting for that $80,000 check that I'll get to hand out tomorrow night. Uh, Yes. Uh, Which, by the way, you're coming. You're invited. 
Am I? Yeah. Okay. Um, not often we get to see headlights on these cars. Yeah. And they are making a difference here. It's overcast this morning. Temperature is just uh, 59 Fahrenheit, 60 Fahrenheit uh, in the air. What's that? Uh, that is about 16, 17s. It's not... Um, it's not super cold, uh, but it was very rainy overnight, and it's going to take a wee while to dry up today with this overcast, etc. Early times coming in. Connor Zilic at the top. Uh, you, you're mentioning the championship there, Shea. We, we've got uh, a, a number of championships because, of course, we've got the rookie championship as well, um, which we, we've, we've got a rookie in with a cha- shot of the championship, as, as you were mentioning. Um and this has been as close as, as we've seen it for quite some time. Uh, last year, we had to wait till after the end of the last race to yes. crown our champion. We, we've got the abacus on standby uh, for, for later on uh, later on today. These are teammates, but there's no team orders. No. And uh, the interesting thing, as we've had 15 cars out on the track, by the way, uh, not including either of the championship contenders. Very smart move from JTR to keep the powder dry on the two cars looking to try and claim that $250,000. It's going to be less math than necessary. Uh, Less math than last year, I I think it's safe to say. But we will still need to stay on top of the calculations because it could go either way. Uh, And it all depends on Aaron Johnson and where he finishes over the course of today's race to keep it alive and tomorrow's race to try and claim his first championship. He's somebody who needs the $250,000 a lot more. He's more in this for the money, whereas Jared is in this to try and become the first repeat champion, if that makes sense. They're fighting for different honors. And I'll tell you now, Jared is the JT of JTR. However... He said to us on a number of occasions, both at trackside in midweek motorsport, mm. uh, uh, that look he wants a JTR car to win. Would mm-hmm. it? Li- would he like it to be him? Of course he would. Would he mind if it wasn't him? So long as it's another JTR car, I don't think he does. Well, and financially speaking, does it make more sense for Aaron Johnson <laughs> to win the money and then be able to potentially come back, come back and year. run next year? That's a good point. Especially when you're a team owner, you have to wear that different hat. So it, it's not a great uh, situation. Now, we do have Nate Cicero off the course. Sorry, Stephen McAleer, to report that to you and uh, Chad McCombie, but your rookie of the year is off at turn seven. We do have track services working on the course right now. We also have had uh, DaCosta off the track at turn five, but he managed to continue. So we'll keep my eyes open to see when Cicero does manage to come back around. He is our Rookie of the Year contender leading the way in the championship. And I had a good chat yesterday with the McCombie McAleer Racing crew because they started out the year with a slew of race cars, and now they've find it down to just two. It's just John Jodouin, uh in the race caddy car. That uh, one actually going pretty well across the course of this season. John running number 39 in the blue and mostly white Mazda uh, and Cicero. And that has helped the team because Cicero got a win at VIR. So it's not necessarily strength in numbers that makes a difference. As Robert Noaker proved to us yesterday, <laughs> you can do it on your own. Uh, have you talked about our guest entry yet? I have not. I have not mentioned that this morning. We've got a driver who is not currently out on the racetrack because, you know, 
honor, valor, better part of. Fix fix that up. Um, by the way, Nate Sestro just received word from uh, our wise friends who know all. Thank you, Aaron. Nate Sestro is having a gearbox issue this morning. That's why he pulled off the track at turn seven. So uh, I don't think we'll see him come back around, but they will grab him. He's behind the wall now. Um, our our guest, uh, guest driver this weekend is a man who's got a couple accomplishments under his belt. Well, I think it's I think it's nice that we're letting y- new young talent into, yeah. into the Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Championship. We are talking about Fast Ben Keating, who is uh, not content with everything else that he drives. He's decided it would be fun to have a go in an Edemitsu Mazda MX-5. By the way, Edemitsu signed up uh, and extended their commitment and partnership with the Edemitsu Men, uh, MX-5 Championship uh, for another three years, I think it is. Yeah, um, So and also f- with Anderson Productions. And, and with Anderson Productions, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, so well done to all involved in that. Uh, let's be honest, if it ain't broke... Don't fix it. Don't even polish it. Yeah, don't touch it. Just leave it. As, um, uh, as my uncle Dave Beige used to say, thank you, David, for this, when I was spannering my own cars some years ago, and you were doing a job, and I'd say, oh, well, we've got this off. Shall I just clean that up a bit? No, don't touch it. Is it working all right? Yeah, don't touch it. Don't jinx it. Don't don't even yep. rub a cloth across it and clean it up because if if there's something that's holding it together, you want it to stay held together. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It ain't broke, it's not being fixed. So well, we're back for another year next year. And nothing is broken about this racing. I oh. mean, it's genius. And that's exactly why Ben Keating has come over to give it a try because everyone shuts down what they're doing when these cars are on the racetrack oh, yeah. for their races. I mean, practice right now is one thing, qualifying is another. But when we go racing, it is no holds bar. Elbows out everywhere and these cars they get a little bit buffed back and forth but the racing is mostly clean and the drivers make their names here so ben keating clearly looking to make a name in this series john i mean the guy he's only won the mall twice he's won the world endurance championship twice uh he's won the lmp2 championship once he's won the endurance cup five times uh won petite once daytona once you know he he, he could have a future at some <laughs> point Yes, and he'll be here full-time next year with United Autosports in LMP2 as he tries to fulfil his hope uh, to get to Le Mans for the final, what could be the final, what will be the final year of LMP2 in 2024. That rather depends on what happens in the race on Saturday because he and his great rival but good friends uh, are battling for the... Best uh, non-pro driver uh, award, of course, in LMP2. Well, that could apply to both of the guys he's battling against because he's going up against not only George Gertz, but Stephen Thomas. And Stephen has been his foe of the past to try and knock off Ben's pole streaks. Well, it's been George Gertz who has claimed two pole positions this year. Keating with three does have the pole award to his name because nobody else can get more than him or one sooner than he did. He did claim the one at Daytona, after all. Um, But it is a great, friendly rivalry, and it's something that's developed over the course of years. So it all depends. Who wins that, wins the Aiken Award, gets an entry to Le Mans. Yeah. Guaranteed. But, as guaranteed as you can. Yeah. But what will Ben learn from the racing this weekend that can help him go down the Mulsanne? Drafting. Drafting. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would not at all be surprised to see Ben Keating doing this race at Daytona next year just to keep it going. <laughs> 
I, I don't want to read too much into what we're seeing on the timing sheets right now because we have had fewer than half the cars go out on the circuit to actually set 16, a true lap time. 15. Yeah, but a, a 201 for uh, Max no, Sapolsky, no, 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 that's, that's no, not okay. valid. So 14, let's say yeah. 14 lap times at the moment that are uh, sub two minutes. And while, I mean, I just brought him up, Max Sapolsky out there um, with Copeland Motorsport, this is a young man who has had a turn of events for the last couple of races at Road America, fifth and his first podium in third. And then we go to VIR and he finishes up with a pair of fourths, but he actually gets to the lead of the race and he, he winds up leading about nine laps over the course uh, of the season so far. He's somebody who's really starting to figure out this form of racing and starting to get competitive. And I heard a rumor that uh, he's going to do some different racing next year. We'll have to stay tuned and see what's completely involved with that. But this platform has been a springboard for him to be able to move further up the ladder. Now, why do I highlight that? Because that's rare. People don't often leave this series unless they win it and take the money and run to a deserted island somewhere, <laughs> um, which doesn't happen terribly often No, either. it doesn't. They tend to stay. Jared Thomas is still here. Gresham Wagner is still here, champion from two years ago. Uh, Michael Carter was in the race at VIR. He was the champion, what was that, three years ago now. Um, so it's a place where you win the money, and you don't necessarily run away because the racing's so great, and every single race pays real cash money. Six grand for first prize, all the way down to 10th. So you kind of want to stay in this series. So we are coming down to 16 minutes to go. For what it's worth, here are the best times. And bear in mind, we will be qualifying later on today here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. Uh, I the, the weather forecast says that we shouldn't have very much more rain uh, after it stops, but it said it wasn't going to stop till 10 o'clock. Um, so, but it has stopped. Well, it has stopped now. Let's hope it stays away. Let's so, yeah, we I think it's south of us. Yeah, I my, would say so. My little EKG line, which normally looks like the heartbeat going up and down, it shows us on the downward slope, and we are almost clear of any rain threat for the rest of today. Tomorrow, we have... Uh, Quite a good chance of late afternoon showers. Race time. Race time. Uh, no, tomorrow's morning morning race. Today is nighttime race. Oh, okay, so we could stay clear for both. And then rain heavily tomorrow night into Saturday morning. Yeah, and then dry through pretty much through race time for the big race. For the big race, it looks like we're going to have rain through about the first third nah, and then getting dry. It's going to be perfect. That'll, that'll change by then. Um, so Thomas and Anziata... At the moment, with a 148.767, uh, 146.767, 145.263 for Connor Zilic. Selene Rolat just done his best time at 145.4. Um, from our fabulous sports right on the checkered stripe on the finish line, just in front of the Michelin Bridge, here in the Michelin Major Centre in the Michelin Tower, the, there is the beginnings, just though, the beginnings of a slightly drying line. I am not saying dry. I am not going to insult the competitors by that. But I think the longer these cars stay out, uh, they run on, if they run on wet tyres, they are Michelin wet tyres, aren't they, that they run on as, a, as the partner of Bridgestone. I believe so. Yeah, and they are very, very good at uh, 
clearing water. That looks greasy. I'd be wanting... Look, I'm a wuss, but I'd, I'd be wanting treaded tyres, I think, out there. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, charity karting yesterday evening went on in pouring rain. No. Yeah. Spoke to some of the guys that were down there. They came in looking like puppies that had been left out in the rain. Um, and the, the hotel at Wash clothes washing facilities and drying facilities were being put to good use at 11 o'clock last night. I had experience. How many quarters do you have? How many quarters? Yeah. I had some experience yesterday with puppies who would not come in from the rain because they were enjoying drinking the water too much that was out there. So I can imagine that didn't smell very good either. We we start to see a lot of light colours is basically what I'm saying. From the 15, 16 people who are out there at the moment, we are starting to see them all do their best lap share. Well, and to be honest, the top three being out there doesn't really surprise me. Thomas Anunziata needs to outperform Nate Cicero wholeheartedly to win the rookie championship. Connor Zilich, nothing to lose. He's 10th in points, having not run a complete season. He's got a gap of about 80 points back to Alex Bashura. So in terms of Connor Zilich, he's here to do one thing and one thing only, and that's play spoiler for everybody else in this championship by taking win and points away from other people. He also wants that pole, leading the most lap and the fastest lap. And uh, believe me, Connor Zilich can do it. Um, and also Tyler Gonzalez back there in that third car for Sato Motorsport Group. That's the teammate to Ben Keating. Uh, Tyler is running a yellow roll bar so we'll be able to tell the difference between the two Sato cars when they're out on the track but he is here to do one thing and that's win the race take the fast lap most laps led and the points for pole position so there's a theme running on here the guys who are out on the track right now not a whole lot to lose. Celine Roland is another one of those he's come back into the pit lane but Celine third in the championship he could lose third he could lose fourth he could lose fifth but this is his final racing weekend as we know it, John, because he's going off to be a commercial pilot for yeah. next year. So we've known that for a while. We've known it's coming. Tyler Gonzalez, wow, he's pushing hard. Um, car was very loose coming through the final sector. Um, but for Celine, this is a weekend of enjoying, appreciating, and getting the most out of his Mazda. Shea Adam and John Hindorf in the booth for IMSA Radio. Uh, final outing of this 2023 season, which culminates in the 26th Mortal Petit Le Mans. Hope you can stay with us for that across the weekend. Those of you listening here at the circuit on 98.1, Road Atlanta FM. Thanks as ever to FM. Dave for getting us on the air there. There is a pit lane speed limit, Mr. Zilich. It does not look like you were abiding to it from up above. It looked like he was coming in much hotter than other people have been back into the pit lane. 10 minutes and 45 seconds to go of this session already. And again, we have still not seen cars uh, in 18th through 28th positions and no real representative lap time from Farhad Siddiqui. Uh, Heather Hadley a bit off the pace. Bailey Cruz, another one of the drivers who's kind of off the pace. But Bailey Cruz, I mean, good on him for even going out on the racetrack. The young Antipodean driver who's come over to try and make a name for himself in this series made his debut the last time out at VIR. Bailey's got to be having wa- eyes wide open. Road Atlanta is a scary track to learn. You can attest to that. Uh, yes. It's even scarier to learn it in the rain. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, only ever driven these cars around here in the dry for a couple of test sessions. What seems like yesterday, but it's probably five years ago now that Maybe even longer. Can you remember? 
Uh, I can't. I'm trying to remember which year it was. I think it was 17 or 18. Wow. Oh, no, it might have been 16. It might have been 16. Great for the cars. To, well, okay. When did the cars get the... Uh, sequential the gearbox? Because it was still an age pattern when I was driving them around here. That might have been... 15. Answers on a postcard, please. Let, you know who's the perfect person to ask? Um, we can ask, because uh, I know people out there are listening. So, Stephen Mackler, please text us and let us know the answer to that. But also, Kenton Cook, I know that you're in the paddock. You won this championship in 2014. I think it was an H pattern when you did it. Robbie Foley, you won this championship Ken, in the Skip Barber championship. Kenton Cook was standing at the top of turn two thinking, why is Handoff sh- shifting down to second at this <laughs> point? And then shifting, short shifting uh. back up to third, which he told me afterwards. I really wish he told me that before the final session that I went out. He in. wasn't sabotaging you, though. He, <laughs> no, 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 no. He no. was genuinely it, trying it to figure it out. It was. It wasn't him that told me that it was second key and through uh. there, and I had. I just went with what I thought was the right thing. Oh dear. But uh, my point remains: we have a lot of drivers who are racing in WeatherTech and Pilot this weekend who cut their teeth in this championship by winning it. So. Uh, yeah, guys, let us know. Um, I would ask Elliot Skier, but I think he was in this championship back in about 2012. It seems hard to believe. Uh, pretty sure he was in diapers when he was doing it. Uh, so it has been quite a good championship to try and help people move up through the ladder. But also, as I mentioned before, it's a championship that a lot of people just want to stay in. Because why wouldn't you want to go racing when you walk away with a check that's quite more substantial than what a lot of pro racers get? Oh, Yeah. I can't think of another series, even at levels considerably higher than this, where the champion walks away with as much money. Until you get into things like open wheel here in the States. But that tends to be a budget for your following year's racing. You've got to keep that money in the paddock. Here, what is it? It is? $250,000 for the champion. Of? Of one point eight million, and I believe, it is total prize, real cash money. Yeah, you can. It's not a check that says "good for use on BF Goodrich tires for next year." Yeah, no, no. It's hey, take this briefcase, <laughs> do with it what you want. We would love it if you came back. Big comedy check. Yeah, great. Um, and I, I mean, wow, it's. It's it is a huge amount of money. It's it, and speak to the drivers. Open paddock here, and wander around. Speak. They're on the uh, left hand side of the main street, all, uh, all the, the way, way down. down at the bottom, down towards Dingley Dell, uh, where the old TV compound yeah. uh, used to yeah. be. In fact, the TV compound still is uh, much cut down nowadays. Um, and speak to these guys. There are guys whose careers would not have advanced to where they are. Jared Thomas being one of them. Yeah. Um, and who quite freely admit, because it's not just this level. This is the top level of Mazda racing here in the US, but they've come up through possibly some um, Spec Miata and SCCA running. Uh, there's a shootout. That that brings real cash money as well. Well, and, and there's another uh, guy that we need to ask. Patrick Gallagher. Hey, over in Turner. I can see your tent. Um, <laughs> was it sequential or was it H-Pattern when you won the championship for McCombie McAlew Racing in 2017? He was the shootout winner in 2012. 
And it took him until 2017 to win the championship because he needed to learn the racing, the cars, all of that. We frequently get people who win the shootout and come into the championship. Good example of that uh, two years ago was Connor Zilich. He almost won the championship in his rookie of the year season last year. Came up about 10 points short to Jared Thomas. This year's uh, shootout winner is Nate Cicero, who is looking to win that Rookie of the Year championship and walk away with $80,000. So Mazda puts money towards these kids, and the ki- and I say kids with affection, by the way, not, not in a derogatory term. Um, the kids repay them in kind by taking even more money, by earning it on the racetrack and proving that Mazda picked the right people. Share Adam and John Heindorf, 98.1 is Road Atlanta FM. If you're hearing us on the... Uh, fabulous PA, more infrastructure investment, new. I noticed some new PA speakers down the front stretch, left-hand yeah. side here. Dave did a great job. Done fantastic work. And out in the far side, if you're wandering around hearing us at the moment, 98.1 FM. Make sure that's locked onto your car, your RV, your truck, however you've got here. If you parked up the weekend and you do need to take a sit down and take a break, make sure you're locked into that and it's for the big race, by the way. If you'd prefer to listen on satellite, it's uh, XM, uh, Sirius, excuse me, 207 at the weekend on Saturday. 98.1 FM? Yeah. In Toronto? Yeah. That's called Shea FM. Oh, really? Yep. Well, it's called Shea FM here as exactly. well. Exactly. It's love Dave it. FM here. Well, yeah, Dave FM. Dave. I'm just watching because the track is significantly drier than it was at the beginning of the oh, session. Yeah. And the times have come down. Well, Zilich is still out there, and he was a whopping 93 thousandths slower than his fastest lap, but he's gone purple in sector one. So what can Connor Zilich do? Well, what can Tyler Gonzalez do? Because right now, he is on a personal best lap time by a lot. Ooh, Gresham Wagner's out on the track. Excellent. Robert Noeker's out on the track. Now this is getting spicy. Here we go with Tyler Gonzalez. Three minutes and 50 seconds to go in this session. Can we please have a little bit more? The track conditions are finally getting good for our drivers. Um, who just improved out there? There was somebody who crossed the line. Oh, it was Noeker up into the fifth position. Jonathan Neudorf is in the pit lane. Uh, he currently sits sixth. I don't think he'll make it out for another lap. There goes Zilich. Ooh, he lost a ton of time in the second sector. Lost about seven tenths after gaining a full tenth and a half in the first. Come on, Connor. Gather your thoughts together and do it again. Tyler Gonzalez is on another good one. His sector one time was only three hundredths off the best. Let's see what super Tyler can do. No acres out there on a quick one, too. Roll on. There goes the watermelon-colored car. No improvement for Selene, but again, so close to his best time. Four thousandths of a second off. Man, consistency as well from these drivers. So impressive. Anunziata is in the pit lane, will not best his lap time, but will it be good enough to keep the fast lap honors for the session, or will somebody else steal that away? We've got McIntosh on the circuit. He was super fast yesterday, John, by himself as well. Really? Yeah. That bodes well, doesn't it, if you can get a breakaway in the race, although that is so unusual. Next session will be qualifying yep. uh, for these teams, and uh, that will be uh, later on this afternoon. Uh, worth watching and seeing how things will go 
MX5s, Edimitsu Mazda MX5 at 20 minutes to noon, 11.40 here at uh, Eastern Summertime, as it is. Gonzalez just moved up to P2. He bettered his best lap time with a not great Sector 2 and a not great Sector 3. It all had to do with that first sector, John. And here he goes again. Last minute and a half or thereabouts. Gonzalez then in second to that time of a 1.44.2 from Thomas Anunciata. I said this earlier in the season, time was when rookies would come in, um, sit quietly in the corner, figuratively speaking, learn <laughs> with the, the series. Yes, with, no, no, with the rookies hat on. Yeah, That's okay, right. okay. Uh, and learn from the experienced drivers in their team, perhaps. Uh, not for the last few years. The rookies have been at the sharp end of the field and the sharp end of the championship. And uh, that is absolutely proved by the battle that we have at the top of the championship. One experienced driver against his teammate, a rookie. Uh, Aaron John Thompson, not a rookie. He's he's had a couple of years under uh, his belt right. now. He has, yep. yeah. But he is still new to the front of the field. He won his right, first race this year. So it did take uh, two seasons for John Thompson to be able to break through and get that first win. Into the pit lane come a couple of people I'm surprised about, but... Super Tyler Gonzalez is still out on the racetrack. Let's see if he can improve. Sector 2, not great again. He's got Sector 1 figured out, but Sector 2 is evading him. Connor Zilich, third. Celine Roland, fourth. Robert Noaker out on the track in fifth. He's improving. Here we go. Comes through the final turn now. Crosses the finish line. And not a per... Everything. Oh. So coming into the last 10 seconds, we've got Tyler Gonzalez again pushing and finding a thousandth more speed through sector one. He cannot figure out sector two, though, as it is, John. Checkered flag is waving. Mm -hmm. And let's see who's going to take it and who's going to dive into the pits. So he went through. Did he improve? Uh, he did improve his time. Bailey Cruz goes through, does not improve. Let's see who is staying out and who is coming in. I think Neudorf is staying out. Looks like that Annunziata time is going to stand in the number 10, Mazda MX-5. 144-223 for the Hickson Motorsport Nerd Focus sponsored car. My apologies. There wasn't uh, Neudorf. It was Huddenland Christian out there in the number 32. Does not improve time or position. Waiting for Noaker. Think he's and Tyler Gonzalez. Is Tyler still out there? Oh, he slowed down in the middle yeah, sector. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Backed way out of it. Well, back to second out of it. Yeah. That's way out of it in these cars. It is, absolutely. Yeah, into the pit lane comes Noaker, comes Gonzalez. No improvements are going to be seen from those guys. And I don't think anyone else has anything left in it to be able to challenge. Heather Hadley showing is still out on the track. But I think it's safe to say congratulations, Hicks Motorsport and Thomas and Enziata. Job well done and not great conditions. 
No, that'll give him plenty of confidence for qualifying. We expect the track conditions to improve. 11.40 for Edomitsu Master MX5 Cup, presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. Short qualifying session. Get out there. Get your best lap in. And, of course, two races across the weekend to decide the 2023 championship. Thanks to Sheer Adam and to... All of our technical staff for getting us on air for this early session. Uh, we continue on 98.1 Road Atlanta FM. The next voice you hear will be Greg Kramer. Okay, for a great call.